Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Bending the patterns of being taken advantage of or feeling that way by someone who can be ungrateful or appears to be. How do we rise together? And then those questions brought forward putting it back on the self instead of looking at other people like, oh, this person is ungrateful or this person is this. I feel like it can be applicable to whatever judgment or labels we put on others bringing it back to the self and asking, why do I feel this person is ungrateful? Why do I feel I must receive gratitude from others? And checking in, what is my action rooted in? Am I doing it out of care or am I doing it to be recognized and to be praised for the type of person I am? Right. And what did that arise within you when you asked yourself that question? That I don't do things for the praise and I feel that as a person I am one that doesn't hold on to things and I don't hold on to grudges and I can let things go. And actually I was thinking about this while we were preparing to get on and record how at one point of in, in time, at one point of my li- at one point in my life, I used to keep a mental list of all of the things that I would do for people and I would hold them to that like without them knowing it would be like a track record in my mind and that was when I was not aware of my thoughts and I focused on all of the wrong things or what I consider to be the wrong things and the more awareness I developed And the more mature I became emotionally, consciously, I realized that I was inducing a lot of suffering and pain on myself to have this mental track record of others that I would just hold on to out of things that I did because I wanted to. And the more I realized that, the more I was able to let them go. And I feel that I'm in a place now in my life where I just do things and I don't hold on to it. I don't attach to it. So if something comes up that I feel like, okay, am I being taken advantage of or like I start questioning my reality, it can be very difficult for me to want to take action on the things because I operate from a space of love and I'm doing it not because I'm being asked to, but because my heart and my soul feels joy or feels good being caring and taking others into account. Right. So then... Where does that leave you with the scenarios that even brought up this question now? And I feel what you said is really interesting because when we've had conversations regarding the kind of scenarios that brought forward these questions now, they're Mm -hmm. very fleeing conversations. They're not conversations that we return back to very often. Like, oh, so what did you do regarding this person uh, appreciating your efforts and things like that? And I feel that affirms and speaks to what it is that you're sharing right now about not holding on to things. And I feel that's very telling as to its its truth or lack thereof 
regarding the sentiments that you may be experiencing momentarily regarding like your actions and how they're being received by others. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I feel like we were speaking about before getting on recording. I am a human being and I have an ego. And there are times that my ego can step forward and try to keep me safe because my ego may be triggered by somebody's action or inaction. And a story can start formulating in my mind. And momentarily, that story can feel like truth to me. But like you said, it's very fleeting. It's not something that I harp on or I won't stay pensive and thinking about it for days. It's something that comes and goes. And I feel that that is my point of reference as to what my actual truth is. And the questions that you um, asked me about uh, transcending patterns of being taken advantage of or feeling that way, that really lit a light bulb, the part of or feeling that way, because it brought forward, why am I feeling this way? What is the story or the narrative that I have attached to in this moment that's allowing me to put a label or judgment on somebody else and make me think that they're ungrateful for my actions? And to take it further, because it's um this is a pattern that I have experienced with family members and one of the family members I experienced with, I'm not able to make a change or do anything, you know, differently now because that family member is no longer present with us. But I have the power to change it and transcend it, like you said, with a different family member. So I think it's really powerful to recognize that it's something that I'm totally feeling, that it's independent of anybody else's actions and get to the root of where this comes from. Where where do I feel entitled to receive gratitude from somebody else? You know, why am I measuring their gratitude for me or for a situation by actions as opposed to Maybe this person is so grateful and their heart is really full. Maybe it's not, you know, like, but I'm not the judge of that. It doesn't matter to me. And it's not going to change my actions because if it changes my actions, then that means I'm changing myself as a person. Right. And if you're changing your actions based off the actions of others, are those actions originally true to begin with? You know, it speaks to like alternative motives that we can have. Uh, like trying to manipulate the situation based off our actions that isn't mm-hmm. true, truly rooted in love. It speaks to the ego agenda. Yeah. And now that we're discussing it, it does feel like the ego was the driving force behind the conversation we were having before coming on recording. And from my point of view, because of like my care for you, having this storyline that you can be taken advantage of by another even though we're aware of victim mentality and we're the creators of our life, nonetheless, Mm -hmm. the feelings that were given to my ego and given license to my ego to take flight was just enough to continue fanning the flame. And it was until we were washed over with feelings of sadness that we had to check in with ourselves like, wait, hold on, is this who we truly are? And I'm so grateful for the recognition of the change in frequency in our sentiments within ourselves and the ability Mm -hmm. to have the awareness enough to witness it and speak on it and then be affirmed through speaking on it. Because after I shared, you also share like, oh, no, I am feeling sad, too. And I feel that's such a beautiful measure of where we are in our journey in living through the hard space and 
it shows too that we are still human on our journey, but we can return to a more graceful and easeful and less suffering way of approaching whatever it is that's unfolding to bring in more love to this area. Because that's all that's happening right now is what it seems like is we're just showing, we're being shown where we can grow our love, especially regarding those closest to us. Yeah. And I want to touch on something that you just shared, because while we were both experiencing a change of frequency and some sort of sadness, you know, I was in my own house processing how I was feeling you were in yours. (laughs) And for a moment, like right before you texted me sharing your sentiments, I was thinking of reaching out to you. And I was like, okay, should I? Because like, we just had this whole conversation. Like, I really appreciated the energy that you put into it. And now I'm feeling like almost the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to disregard the effort and the energy that you gave me. So I almost like didn't speak on how I was feeling. But I... It was so hard to not recognize and acknowledge my feelings. So I was going back and forth with, okay, what actually is reality? What is truth? Because I felt so deeply attached to what we were discussing and wanting to take action and be motivated from the conversation. But then as soon as everything was expressed and like I said, like my piece basically to you as opposed to saying it to the person, I felt lighter, but then I felt deeply saddened by the situation and it was like do I even speak on this anymore you know like what do I do so there was a chance that I could have just continued moving forward with this plan of action I created just to not waste energy or discussion that was put into it and then you texted me right there and I was like oh this is so perfect because this means that I'm not meant to go forward in the way that I plan to I'm supposed to bring more love to this situation Yeah, and what a blessing it is to honor the feelings and the changing of frequencies that we were experiencing because it's an opportunity to rewrite the story and change the pattern as you were sharing, like, this pattern has showed up in a previous example with a family member that can no longer be rewritten. And now through honoring the change of how we were feeling, we're able to do so in Mm -hmm. a way that's so deeply meaningful And I'm glad that I mentioned that I was feeling sad because I was feeling similar feelings and thoughts to you in regarding like, we just had this whole discussion. How do I sound like retracting everything I'm saying? But I trust that it came up for a reason and it was too apparent to ignore it. And Mm -hmm. if I didn't talk on it, then I knew that I wouldn't be living in my truth. And it could almost feel like I would have been at that point deceitful or lying to you. And I felt like, our relationship and you deserved more than me not honoring the fact that my energy switched up from like one minute to the next and I trusted that it would be received. Yeah and I think that it's really important to recognize and give ourselves that grace and the compassion when the energy does switch up because the momentary feelings that we may experience um, and to name a few can be like the rage uh 
a strong feeling of like protection, anything that feels out of balance, that it feels like it's on one of the extremes of the emotion spectrum, that's a really good time to check in and pause before taking action because you could simply just be caught up in the heightened emotions. That's not necessarily the truth. And like I realized that was stemming purely from ego, the ego wanting to keep me safe and having the storyline of what gratitude is supposed to look like. And if I truly am devoted to a path of love and wanting the best for humanity, for myself, for all beings, I have to be willing to relinquish the aspect of the ego that will try to manipulate situations and control my actions. Yes, because then at that point, we're no different than the thing that we're facing or the person we're facing if we're meeting them with the same energy. And what you said a while ago about after we discussed it, you felt lighter. And I feel that that's so relevant to many times in the past where we have discussed things. A specific scenario comes to mind um, similar to this, like talking it out amongst ourselves to how we can best approach someone else regarding how we're feeling. And then at the end of it, we're like, actually, this doesn't even need to be addressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, but I feel that really supportive in getting out the feelings like giving this the feelings the space and honor and the recognition that it's looking for so mm -hmm. that it doesn't fester and continue to manifest in the storyline that's not rooted in love so it's like just letting it be and then once it's fully out then it's like oh okay yeah like I can yeah. see clearer again and it reminds me of babies, which I feel like I've referenced a few times on the podcast, where babies can have a fit. And then after they're totally cool, they just like needed to release the emotions or the feelings. Mm -hmm. And it's to say, like, I think that that's really good to highlight because it can go one of two ways. You express it and then <laughs> it's gone. It just needed to be witnessed. It needed to be that story needed attention. I think is what it comes down to. And then once you give that story attention and you either recognize, okay, it's a story not rooted in truth or, okay, this is a story that has a root of a trauma I haven't resolved. So now this is my opportunity to take action and then you can resolve it. And whether that means address it with the person or address it within yourself, you have an actionable step to take. But I think the takeaway is to really sit and see how you feel after giving the attention to whatever story it can be. Like we just said, we had this whole discussion. We were talking about it, giving it our full energy, and it turned out to be something very fleeting. And it's okay. You know, like nothing is permanent all because you feel one way in one moment. That doesn't mean that that's going to be your truth forever. Maybe five minutes later, you feel completely different, or maybe it might take a day I remember when I worked for corporate, we had this seminar about, um, it's so funny and silly, work etiquette and email <laughs> etiquette. Mm -hmm. And the rule, it's the 24 rule. Um, like after you hear something or you receive something, you wait 24 seconds to see how you want to respond. If in 24 seconds you still feel heated or agitated, you wait 24 minutes. And then after 24 minutes, if you still can't respond professionally, you wait 24 hours. And then by the 24 hours, you've kind of simmered down and then you can take a more logical professional approach. And I feel like that can be applied across the board with life. 
giving ourselves the space to pause and not feel the need to instantly respond or change things. Because when we do that and we are coming from a place of ego or heightened emotions, we can then make actions and cause more pain and more trauma to the situation as opposed to bringing love and unification and harmony. Yeah, actually, you saying that reminds me of a thought that I had right before we logged on, which is, is the original path that we had laid out for the scenario that we were discussing, is this going to create more karma? And it felt like, yeah, because it's no different than the steps that were taken in previous scenarios. And I was like, you know, I don't want that for my sis. I don't want to be associated with that. You know, it's all connected. We're all one. So eventually we're all going to have to address this again if we don't choose a different route. And then the deeper I went into my sadness and then you saying like, you know, I don't want this discussion to impact how uh, like I perceive someone or like the love and the care. And I was like, no, absolutely not. Like that wasn't even a thought in my mind, but it was in yours. And then it made me shift my perspective to if I wouldn't approach a heated discussion or something you did to me or that I felt that you did to me that made me feel not good. If I wouldn't approach you with the same plan of action that we had for this other person, then it's not the right plan of action. Like it gave me a form of reference as to, uh, is this truly guided in love or is this um, guided in providing more separation and division and not unity, especially when considering that these are people really close to us. And I feel when we're able to change the way that we show up in relationships that are really dear to our heart, we're able to more easily extend this to those who we may not be so familiar with. Yeah, I really like the mention of the karmic energy that it can be creating or adding to, because if we believe everything is energetic, how can we take actions, tangible action steps or you know, do anything in this physical realm that will greatly impact our energetic realm. And that wasn't even something I thought of. So I do appreciate that because that takes it even a step further because I know there's karmic ties with this individual. And this lifetime, we're here to transcend and transmute those karmic ties as opposed to just creating more for future lifetimes. And it's like, why would I want to treat anybody that I love in a way that I wouldn't treat myself? Like, you know, I think our relationship is a really good standard, too, because how would I approach you in a similar situation? It would be with a lot of delicacy, care, like fragility, because I know that it can be something that can just end up causing a lot more harm than good. So I really like that as well, pointing that out, because it actually ties into what we were speaking about way earlier in the day in terms of... um the example like oh would i pay this amount for x y or z and if i wouldn't why would i charge that amount so i think always kind of bringing it back to the self and really treating others how we want to be treated and how we do treat ourselves because sometimes we're not the nicest to ourselves or the kindest but we should always hold that highest level of regard for the self and you know do unto others as we want to be done unto us yeah, and just to go a little further in towards the karmic actions that can be taken that we'll have to revisit later, 
It's mm -hmm. extending such a deep level of compassion and love for another person because how can we do something that can feel cold or removing of love and care for another person based off of these like ego agendas? Because if the roles were reversed and I was really going through something and I couldn't see myself through it, and we've all been there to some regard and some capacity, mm -hmm. and I've made it through with my own care for myself and for the community support that I've had along my journey in my life, I would want that for everyone because I know how supportive it has been to get me to where I'm going and where I'm continuing, continuously evolving to. Yeah. And it's actually very interesting because this particular individual I feel like is such a tremendous teacher because of the difference in how we approach things and it shows just the opportunity to perceive the situation from such a higher lens. It really invites us to release the ego perspective in so many ways because it is the ego that gets triggered in many ways. And yet the soul, and many times we've had discussions, the soul is always like, but the love is so deep that it's so opposite with how the ego is showing up. And I feel that's also a really good measure as to there's really something here deeper that needs to be addressed than satisfying the ego's needs. Mm -hmm. And I think actually something that you said when we were setting up um, ties that really well, because it's like, yeah, the soul knows such a deep love. And yet when the ego reacts and is triggered, uh, I, I wrote it down because it was so good. It's I'm triggered for the greatest cause of it all, my evolution. And it's like, of course, the ego is going to be so triggered because it's going to result in something so great. It's going to result in you leveling up your awareness or expanding your capacity, deepening your love, whatever it might be. The cause of that trigger is going to result in such a catastrophic change for the better. You know, it's going to be that death and rebirth. Yes. Hello, Scorpio season. That's what really invited me to say that because it just felt very fitting with the last few days of the little moments that I do get triggered or bothered by such minuscule things that it's mm -hmm. made me reflect as to what's going on, you know, because this is yeah. out of my normal. So I'm really grateful for the perspective of what's happening. And I really hope that we can carry that forward. And in moments where we are deeply triggered, that we have the wisdom and the remembrance of the wisdom within us that it's serving great purpose. And it only means that greatness beyond what we can fathom is awaiting us. So we were speaking how, although we experience certain traumatic experiences that aided us in our evolution, we can reflect back on those traumatic moments with gratitude for how it served us in arriving to where we are now. But it's not to say that we have to impose those same traumatic stories or um, rites, of rites of passages onto others just because that's how we came into our power. Especially we our loved ones. Yeah, like because I feel that's a generational thing. It's like, oh, I learned this way. I had to do it the hard way. You do too. Yeah, and that's not the case. Like we went through it so that we can level up the next person, and they can have a easier baseline than we did, and then we continue to bring that forward for the generations to come. Because like the ancestors did what they had to do to allow us to have the baseline and arrive into this world with the comforts that we have now. 
they weren't like, oh, bitch, you know, I had to go get it from the mud. I had to go like hunting or whatever it was. So now you have to too, because then there would be no evolution. You know, we wouldn't be here even having this podcast. Yeah. And I think that's such a humbling thought to have, (laughs) because again, it brings us back into the humility of things where it's like why do we have these expectations why do we have these narrative or these thoughts like oh because I had it hard you have to have it hard like why does the ego feel better knowing that we might be contributing to more struggle rather than like okay I figured this out let me put you on so that you don't have to struggle maybe you will have struggles but you're just gonna continue leveling up and skip steps like one through ten you can already start at step eleven yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's just like trauma that we hold on to. It's like traumatic perspectives that we associate our identity with and feel like because it made us, like it will continue, it'll make you when that's not the case. Like we receive the wisdom from those things. We aren't those experiences. We carry the wisdom that they brought forward. That's really freaking good because it's... <laughs> There's a saying out there, and you know I'm really bad with the sayings, but it's something about like how hardships make us stronger. Or like one that I do remember is um, a gentle sea never made like a good sailor or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's the roughest of seas that make the best sailors. It's like, no, not necessarily. You You can learn with things being easy and smooth. You don't have to endure such struggle, pain and hardship or trauma and go through things the harder way to get where you're meant to get to because I feel like if we believe in the destiny and divine orchestration again and you know all of those things we're always where we're supposed to be we're always going to arrive where we're supposed to be no matter what goes on we're going to eventually get there and you can choose the path of least resistance you can choose the easeful way you don't have to go through it to get there yeah And that brings me to a point of feeling sometimes resentment or animosity to those who've had it easier or what we perceive as easier than we did. Mm -hmm. And reframing that to celebrating those who have an easier path than we did because it's showing that we're going in the right direction or that your frequency is leveling up to even be in the same dimension or reality of someone who's experiencing life with more ease and with less like extreme difficulty or like trials and tribulations that maybe we have had in the physical material world because it reminds me of someone part um someone comes to mind uh, regarding this concept and it's so cool to hear where they are in life and their relationship with their business partner and the ease that they experience and they come from such a great family and they are accepted for who they are. So they didn't go through what I I can say that was my experience where it's like I had to come to accept myself before my family did, you know, on that journey. And that has supported me because that's my soul's journey because of whatever past lives I've had or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But they've done whatever they needed to that they're experiencing this more easeful experience in areas where I can associate I've had more traumatic experiences. And that's not something to like, want to not love and uplift and celebrate. It's something to celebrate because it shows that it's possible. 
Yeah, it's not to be like jealous of or again, want everybody to struggle because you've struggled. And what comes to mind when you share that are, again, the expectations that we have or like the entitlement and the comparison and really recognizing that we all have such a unique story. All of our stories is going to unfold very differently in the way that we're meant to experience, like you beautifully said, for our soul's journey because of whatever past lives we've experienced or whatever karmic ties we have or karmic contracts that need to be handled. So it's really good to always remember and bring it back. And I think like that's how I started the realization with this conversation was bringing it back to myself. Like, why do I feel this way? Once you asked me that question, it was like, why do I feel this way? And as uh, the more that we can come back to the I in our situation, the more we'll receive clarity and the truth of the moment, whatever the situation can be. Today, we're talking about gratitude or feeling that people are ungrateful or taking advantage of us. But this can be applied to literally anything that you put a judgment or have an opinion on, whether it's with yourself or with others. It's a roadmap to more easeful living and flow space. We're really on the pursuit out here. So. thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time wherever you go give yourself space space to to flow If you would like to support us, you can check out our affiliates mentioned in our show notes or on our website at flowspacewellness.com and go to our affiliates page. We have affiliates with Greenfield Water Solution, which brings life back into your water, with Lil's Basement, which are handcrafted polymer clay jewelry incense holders and cute creations for your body and home, life-changing energy which supplies sound healing instruments such as crystal singing bowls singing pyramids and tuning forks the original himalayan crystal salt which is our go-to for salt to make soleil and then baja gold salt company which we love to cook with their sea salt you can also support us by leaving us a love donation any comments on our social media pages or our youtube and also sharing our podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, and anybody you feel would benefit from our message. Thank you so much for joining, tuning in, and listening to us and sharing this space. And we look forward to connecting with you in the future.